Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now, here's Justin Agri and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of need his name up in lights he just wants to be heard whether it's the beat of the mic he feels so unlike everybody else alone in spite of the fact that some people still think that they know but no he knows the code it's not about the salary it's all about reality and making some noise making a story making sure his click stays up that means when he puts it down talks picking it up let's go Anyway, he never really talks much Never concerned with status But still even in starstruck Humble through opportunities Given despite the fact That many misjudge him Cause he makes a living From writing rats Put it together himself Got a picture connect Never asking for someone's help But to get some respect He's only focused on what he wrote His will is beyond reach And now it all unfolds Skill of an artist 20% skill 80% fear Be 100% clear Cause Ryu was ill Who would've thought He'd be the one That set the West in flames and I heard him wreck it with the crystal method, name of the game. Came back, dropped mega death, took him to church. I like bleach, man. Why you had the stupidest verse? This dude is the truth. Now everybody giving them guest spots and stocks through the roof. I heard from a death This is 10% luck, 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of will, 5% pleasure, 50% pain, and 100% reason to remember All right, welcome back. 12.07. Oh, I've, already had, I've already had some. Thank you. Oh, you got There's some? another box of them in there. Oh. Okay. Yeah, but I'll eat some of those later. Yeah. Thank you. Um, <clears throat> time to talk. The uh, the only thing better than having one alley in the studio is having two alleys. So, Jason and Chris both here today. Only one of them is reviewing movie. And we were having a little debate, Chris, about... Jason, you can weigh in, too. I don't know how many sure. Nick Cage movies you've seen lately, but... Uh, how many movies has that dude put out of late? So many, I think. And this movie that you're reviewing is called the. Um, you, know, you asked me that. It's called the. Um, I looked it up twice <laughs> yeah, today. I took, it's a very forgettable name. Um, Sympathy for the Devil. Sympathy for the Devil. Huh. Yes. Sympathy, the Rolling Stones. Sympathy song. for the. Yeah, and it's also a song. Um, yeah. So Nicholas Cage. You know, I saw a new Nick Cage movie. It came out like July 28th. So it's like pretty recent. It was in and it hit theaters. It the like, new one. Yeah. It the one like, where he's the retired hitman. No. Well. Not this one. Th- no, this one hit theaters. It's oh, this in like was in the July. Box office. Yeah, the July 28th. Okay. When did the one come out where his he's like a retired hitman and his daughter is in trouble and he has to come back and like. It looked really good. Like the trailer looked great. Are you talking about this movie? No. You sure? No. I mean, there's is not that, really. A, is that this? I mean, is that this movie? Not really. Kind of. I don't know what you. I don't know if you're describing it right. I mean, well, he's like retired and lives like in the tropics and no, the retirement plan. No, the retirement plan. That's, that's it. This. It is set to hit theaters August 25th. See, oh, look at you. Uh, oh, yeah. I already got a movie for you to line up, buddy. <laughs> Thanks. Buddy. So it hasn't next come out yet. Next week. Uh, I saw the trailer a long we're time gonna, ago. Yeah, Nicholas Cage month. Okay, we're going. No, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'd like to go see that one. It looked good. Oh, that movie, yeah. Yes. I won't do the whole month of Nicolas Cage, though. No, I mean, I think just one more movie. Yeah. yeah I, I never did see Ghost Rider. Is that what it's called? Yeah, no. with the motorcycle? <clears throat> yeah. That was it one. bad? Yeah. Pig was apparently good, but it was a weird premise. We That's should rank them all. Like, what's your favorite Nick Cage movie? He's got so Raising many. Raising Arizona. Thank you. Yeah. That's the only it's answer. It's got to be the best. Thank yeah, you, Jason. That's a smart one. movie. Yeah. What about the one where he was uh, the con? Con Air. Con Air. And then the one where he's uh, in Vegas. Yeah. Uh, Leaving Las Vegas. Leaving Las Vegas. Yep. yep. That's a good one. That was good. The one where's a con? You mean con air? <laughs> <laughs> the Vegas movie. Leaving Las Vegas? Yes. Yeah. That one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, Nick, you know, he's classic Nick Cage. What about the one where he rides a motorcycle? You mean Ghost Rider? Yeah. yeah, yeah that one. Yeah. Nailed it. Good. Yeah. Wow, it's weird. What was Very the one called where he played himself? What about the one where he's raising pigs? What's that called? Pig. Very good. Yeah, what was the one he's called? Was that called Being, Being John Malkovich? Was it? Being Nick Cage? I don't Cage? remember the name of it. Was his name in it? No, it wasn't. Uh-uh. Uh. Yeah. That would have been cool, though. I sense a theme, yeah. for sure. Yeah. All right, so we'll get to this movie in a bit. 
there is a theme with this movie. So next week, I already know what I'm doing next week. It's the Rolling Stones documentary. <laughs> no, it's not. Okay, that's it's not the theme. Jesus Revolution next week. What does that have to do with Netflix. this week? Well, good, the devil, and then Jesus. Oh, you know, I see what you're doing. Bad. Yeah, oh, good boy, evil. that was huh? way over right your head. Right over my head. Yeah. yeah. But okay. Good. I'm ahead of the game, though, and y'all should be proud of me for next week. I really am, except for the problem is next week we're going to see the new Nick Cage movie. <laughs> okay, we'll do two movies next week. No, that's fine. We can, we can put that one off another week. Let's see. So this is the 15th. Ten days from now, it comes out. So yeah, you're gonna have to wait till the following weekend. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah that's perfect. Right, yeah. So two weeks from now, that's we'll perfect. Get there. Okay, yeah, good. See, yeah, one week off of Nick Cage is probably plenty. And then I'll we'll share my calendar to... with you. Thank you. Yeah, same. Let's just tell your wife you have to go to the theater <laughs> this time. It's fine. Today's entertainment report is brought to you by Bell and Sword Gentlemen's Clothing in Conway. Check them out on Facebook and Instagram, or stop by Bell and Sword's new and larger location at 1011 Oak Street. I knew it was a new open right out of the gate, because did you hear that? Shotgun yelled at me right out of the gate. Did you hear that? Like, he comes right at you. Today's entertainment report. There's no delay. Because the old, the old open, I think, had a little bit of a music before he jumped in. Good work, Christian. Thank you. Glad to hear Shots is back up and running. we got work for him to do. Football season. Uh, if you're looking for a new movie this week, Blue Beetle is coming out. What's that about? Is that a Transformers movie? It's a comic book movie. Comic book movie. Okay, I'll pass on that. Strays is coming out, which is a bunch of dogs. I think Seth Rogen voices one of them, the one that smokes weed. <laughs> Will Ferrell voices one. Okay, back on the strip. Jamie Foxx is the other. Yep. Yep. Jamie Foxx. Are you Jamie sure? Foxx. I love Jamie Foxx. I know you do. A fox voices a dog. Yes. Stevie Wonder. Does he have any voice work? Wes well, is a big fan of his as well. Uh, back on the strip. Is there a musical this week? Back on the strip. What's that about? All right. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. You don't have to see any of those next week. <laughs> Thanks. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, but you can if you want to. Um, I'm not going to say that one. Uh, Margot Robbie, guys, is going to make a pretty significant amount of money off of Barbie because not only did she act in it, even though she was the second choice, apparently, to be the star, Gal Gadot was the actress that was originally approached, but she couldn't become available with her schedule. But apparently Margot Robbie also has a producer's role in this movie, mm-hmm. and she that. stands to make $50 million oh. off the movie. Good for her. Good yeah. for her. I think we've had a Barbie story like 90% of days in the past month. Well, here's an interesting thing. I have another one. <laughs> you know, Michael Orr should have got in on that deal, you know? <laughs> he should have let uh, Margot Robbie negotiate his deal with the blind side. He would have made a lot more cash. Maybe if he was a producer for the blind side, he would have made some money off of it. Guessing he didn't have any money at that point that was a problem. Oh, nine? Was he in the NFL by then? Yeah. Was Maybe he? Maybe the movie was being filmed by, was probably done by like 08 when he was still in college. A recent survey reveals that 22% of Barbie's audience hadn't been to a movie in years. Barbie has been, a obviously, a huge success. Uh, according to a survey, 11% of Barbie's audience hadn't been to a theater since before COVID. Another 11% couldn't recall the last movie they saw in a theater. 46% said they go to the movies all the time. 32% they, said they go every now and again. The survey was conducted among 1,800 people. It's pretty good. So... There you go. Barbie brings all the boys yeah. to the yard. Well, I think it's mostly like 30, 40-year-old women that are going to see it. Uh, I'm a man. Oh, yeah. I said mostly. you seen it, right? I saw it, yeah. You're a dude. I am. I am. But Jason, I, did I you have the pleasure of seeing Barbie? I did not. What's the no. last movie you saw in the theater, Jason? It was uh, Tom Cruise and Mission Impossible. The new one? The new one. And did you see it in IMAX? I did. It was quite good, wasn't it? It was very good. That movie was much better in IMAX than Oppenheimer was. Really? Yes. Oppenheimer, Oppenheimer was com- on my list. Completely unnecessary to see okay. in That's good. IMAX. That's good it was a huge waste we of money. We thought about going uh, a couple of nights ago. and, and <laughs> He was so excited about Oppenheimer in IMAX, too. Yeah. You were pumped. Completely unnecessary. <laughs> pumped. They're like, well, they filmed it in like, this special IMAX film that's only, like, you can see it right. only in like 30 Buddy, places in the world or something. The boardroom right? scenes look amazing. Really? The courtroom scenes look incredible. Okay. The little room that they interview him in is really impressive looking on a big <laughs> that's, screen. That's it. Yeah. Just you know what they should have called the movie? <laughs> bomb. What bomb? That's what they should have called it. How many how many bomb scenes are there in A bomb scene? One? Testing. Uh, testing, uh, testing, one, two, three. Uh, a bomb lame. scene. It's so bad. I'm like, blow up a city already. Yeah. It was, was so pathetic. No action. None. Yeah. Didn't Complete like it. opposite of uh, Mission Impossible. Completely. The movie, the movie was incredible. I'm telling I you, I almost peed my pants, and I saw the behind-the-scenes on the stunt <laughs> yeah, when he yeah. rode that motorcycle yeah. off, the, off the cliff. Yeah, man. that was. I was scene. like, holy God, no! <laughs> and I'd already seen him do it seven times. I mean, it's, yeah. It's so unbelievable. It is unbelievable. 
Yeah, and he was good in it. It was he, cast really well. I'm already ready to see the next one. I'm telling you. So my girl I and I went back and watched all of them leading up to. Well, oh. we watched five and a half. Okay, we didn't make That's it all funny. the way through six because I was tired. Anyway, Still I need to go back and watch. Have it. you? Yeah. Feel impressed? Have you made it through it? That no, I need to go back and watch. Oh. I just been. Well, I haven't made it a point. All right, so I did some research on the Nick Cage movie. Okay, talk to me. The one we're talking about is called The Old Way. That's the one where he's an old gunslinger. His uh, uh, daughter gets kidnapped. Uh, he's become a family man, but he has to go back to his old ways to get his daughter. What's uh, the one that's coming out next week? That is called The Retirement, but he the retirement Plan. He he's a beach man. bum. Okay. He's an old beach bum, and his daughter comes back to save him. Now, I that's the up, one. I'm pretty sure that's the one I'm talking about. Yeah, I looked up Nick Cage Hitman, and that was the one that came up. I don't know. The old way is a, rest, a western. That is oh, not it. Okay. That's 100% not the one I'm talking about. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That was the one I was talking about. It so was uh, filmed in, in uh, Canada because we were already making plans. This was probably a year and a half ago. Uh, Berkeley got a call back on it, and we thought, man, she may get this. This may be it. Oh. And, um, we're trying to figure out how to go up there and who's going to stay and all this stuff, but turns out this other girl got it. Oh, wow. Yeah. The retirement plan is definitely the one I'm talking about. Okay. That is coming out here soon. The old Next way, week, we retired in 10 days. We, yeah. We've already the old way came out in January. So he has been on a roll. There's yes. been a lot recently. Yeah. Nick Cage. Beach came out for years ago. all of his money, I Yeah. Think. Quantity over quality, yeah. right? Well, yeah. he had some, he had had some, some tax issues. Yeah, he had some yeah. money issues. He owned that mansion in the French Quarter. My friend's uh, ex used to, her family had a place across the street. It's right by the Verde Mart, and it's like uh, Governor Nichols and Royal. Anyway, but it's this huge mansion. It used to be owned by this doctor and his crazy wife, and they they had slaves, and they were doing all kinds of sick-ass, ex- can I say that? Sick <laughs> experiments on people. Like He was like taking body parts off of people and like transplanting them onto other, it was disgusting. And the fire broke out in the in the place. You can look up the history of it. The wow. fire broke out in the place. That's crazy. And like they came outside, and like then they started telling like, oh my God, there's all these horrific things going on in this place. And then of course Nick Cage and his ex-wife bought it. Wow. I think it's Why? his ex-wife. Maybe it's his current one. Because he's a weirdo. Yeah, he is a weirdo. He is weird. That's yeah. true. It's got to be haunted. Yeah. Obviously, oh, well, to be. when yeah, you're down in the French be. Quarter around Royal, and you'll see him. They do. That's part of the haunted tour. Huh. So we go out there, and and I'm like, you'll see, and they're telling the story about it. It's a crazy story. Jeez. Look into it. It's sick. That's it's wild, messed man. up. Mm. Would you stay in a house like that? Hell yeah! No. I mean, <laughs> no way. I'm in. Well, first of all, I'm in New Orleans, and so yeah. I'm in. You're right. I'm in, I have stay beer, anywhere. I got good. a lot of. I got a lot of beer. Wherever muscles. I lay down, it's fine. Uh, yeah, I've been reading a lot about weird stuff like that. So I, I don't know how I got on this. I'm, I followed this history account on Twitter too. Um, you know, a movie that needs to be done. You know, they did the movie on Lincoln, right? Which Lincoln's obviously a very impactful president for obvious reasons. But you know, who's the most interesting president ever is Teddy Roosevelt. Yeah, Teddy Roosevelt once got shot and was bleeding. The bullet was lodged in his chest muscle, and the guy shot him before he had a speech. And he did the speech Holy with a God. bullet lodged in his chest muscle. That Ow, is just the tip of the iceberg. Yes, Teddy Teddy Roosevelt was the baddest dude of all time. That would be a movie I want to see. Didn't he wrestle bears? I don't know about that. The only Teddy Roosevelt thing I've ever seen was Robin Williams playing him (laughs) in the the Night at the Museum movies. But, I mean, that's the movie I want to see. I want to see the life and times of Teddy Roosevelt. It's producing. Hey. So did it? Sh- they shoot him in the back, and it went through and no, stuck he shot here? him in the chest. But he had like a he had like a cigarette uh, metal cigarette container, yeah. and it went through that. But it slowed the bullet down. And he said he wasn't coughing blood up, so he figured it wasn't in his lungs, so he was going to be okay. So then, when he went to the doctor, they decided not to take it out, so they left it there. Huh. Uh, wow, that's just the tip of the iceberg. There are so many crazy wow. things. The Panama Canal, like. Uh, all these crazy things. There was a great story that I saw, too, about him, about how um, there was a woman that was the first female, I think maybe female, but she was a black female, certainly the first black female postmaster, and it was in Mississippi, and somehow so they, they fired her, shunned her, whatever it was, they pushed her out of office. So he rerouted their mail 30 miles away. Uh, <laughs> so That's he awesome. he was uh, very in tune with racial issues before it was uh, it had a lot of cachet. I can, I can honestly say I've never done any research on Teddy Roosevelt. Teddy's a bad dude. Okay. Yeah, FDR That's gets all the pub, but Teddy yeah. was the man. Okay. He so. also wasn't a Democrat or a Republican, right? Wasn't he a third party guy? I think he, I think he changed was. parties, yes. I believe that's correct. 
Wow, this really turned into a weird segment. <laughs> a All right. History facts. Um, this, that's everything I know. <laughs> in the whole world. That's, everybody. that's all you need to know. The knowledge I just puked out right there. All right, um, here's something. The 71-year-old, do you guys, they're doing a golden bachelor? Because they're like, gee, the bachelor's not bad enough. I heard about Let's that. put olds on I've, there and I've have them bachelor it, it up. Yes. His name is Jerry Turner, and uh, he says that he says that there will be overnight dates. Jerry's not playing. No, Jerry is not playing. <laughs> not playing. No, I mean, I just are they are they also elderly? Not elderly, older. Sixty to seventy. Okay. Yep. So they're not now, like thirty year old. That one might have been even better though. <laughs> oh, that was the grossest thing I've ever heard in my life. Here's the thing: Let's I do go. not, I do not need overnight date talk with seventy one year old dudes, right? I don't know. I mean, it's good. I mean, I'm glad that... And the guy's pretty fit. Like, he looks pretty good. I gotta say, I saw a picture of him. But I don't like the actual Bachelor. I sure as hell don't want to watch a 70-year-old courting 65-year-olds. Nothing against 65-year-olds. I'm gonna be there in a minute. I'm just saying... I would rather watch the elderly bachelor than the normal bachelor. I'm 100%. We watch right? TV to see yeah. like young, attractive people, right? Like, that's yeah, but we no, I want to see the old people. Yeah, I want to see the olds. Yeah. All right, you guys are on the other end of the spectrum. That's cool. Let me know how it goes. No, they don't get enough love. I, I find <laughs> <laughs> I find the whole concept of the bachelor offensive, frankly, yeah, as a feminist. That's fair. Um, you got 50 women throwing them. Too. I find that offensive, but less offensive. Okay, so the, I've had this whole story before. I'll do it in a very succinct way. The Bachelor is offensive because it's 50 women throwing themselves at one man. Mm. It's disgusting. The other side is called real life. 50 yeah. women <laughs> or fifty men hit on a woman at a given night. That's how it goes. And then mm. she gets to choose which guy she likes. That's yeah. normal life. Yeah. Bachelor came first, too, right? I think so. I think it did. Yes. It's pretty dumb. Yeah. Speaking of dumb, Paris Hilton's in the news. Um, she was vacationing in Maui recently and decided to continue her vacation, although everybody on the island was asked to leave so they could all put their efforts towards helping Lahaina get back on its feet. She and her family arrived last Tuesday, right in the thick of things. Wow. And uh, one critic wrote, imagine watching thousands of people lose their homes, loved ones, families, and then expecting them to serve you drinks while you frolic on the beach in front of them. Wow. A bad look. Okay, I'm going to ask a serious question though, and this is going to be the last thing before we do the review. And I, I mean, I'm being honest. I have a cousin who lives in Maui, um, and she's in a different part of the island. She's fine. But the question is this: This is a island, right, that mm-hmm. relies heavily on tourism. Mm-hmm. So at what point is it okay? Because I mean, look, they're going to be rebuilding. Look, you look around town here. I mean, the tornado that came through, like, it's going to be a long time, y'all. Yeah, right. They burned an entire. St- Town. Area of Maui yeah. to the ground. Yeah. I mean, they didn't, but it happened. What? What? At what point does it become not insensitive to go to Maui as a vacationer? Like, could I go in December? Yeah, I think like a month. No, I think I a mean month? After, after a month of don't, like don't recovery, fight, guys. Don't, don't we don't need like any family of, battles think here. Think about like he said the tornado. After a month of recovery efforts, people kind of got back to their normal routines. Yeah, other uh, than the people that were affected. I mean, how long does it take to steady things out? I guess that's the question. Yeah, a couple of months, three months. I mean, because the other thing is too, you don't want to you don't want to hurt the rest of the tour, island. When is, Wait, is tourist you have a trip season planned? all year round? <laughs> what <laughs> is tourist season down there all year round? Or? Yeah, of course, twenty four seven, twenty four seven. Yeah, yeah. And they oh. need the tourists. They do. They yeah, do. I agree. But apparently, this has been a long running thing, and I don't know if it's specific to Lahaina or, or the entire island or all of Hawaii. Probably some of all of that, but where there's the clash of the cultures, it's like the natives want certain things a certain way, mm-hmm. and they appreciate the tourism to some degree, but they kind of want those folks to stay in their lane, and I don't know. That's yeah. I was reading a story about that this morning. Again, that's the I mean, last thing I actually know. Maybe 30, 30 days yeah, maybe to mourn, to mourn a death. I mean, there was, what, last I heard, 89 deaths? Yeah, the governor more? said it could go way up from yeah. there. So. I mean, you need yeah. to more than a month. Maybe, yeah, yeah, I mean, you don't want to drive through town and just see tourists that's chopping true. it up, having a good time. And that's why he's the big brother. So, 60 days. Oh, a couple months. months. Couple months. months. Season and wise one. Tell me. <laughs> Should I go in December, yes or no? Yes. Should I go to Kauai instead? That's no, what December's I'm... December's fine. All right. Yeah. Well, well, to their months. point, if they're anybody fine. asks me, I'm going to say, the alley said it's fine. Okay. We'll sign but to their point, we'll the we'll residents work all over the islands, right? So yeah. they're yeah. trying to rebuild while they're serving you your drinks yeah. and while you're frolicking it's on the tough. beach. Well, if your job call. is tourism, though, you need you, people to come. You need them there. You the do. people that work at the airport need need tourists yeah. to come, right? Like Hotels. Hotels yeah. need people. You can't rebuild without money. Yeah. I mean, Mila Kunis works at that one nice resort in Maui. I mean, that was just a movie. 
for getting Sarah Marshall? That's it. That was okay, she's that got a was different job now. Okay, well, good for her. I'm glad she's doing all right. That's a good movie. That really was. All right, yeah, let's do this. One. Let's do this review. Talk so much about Nick already. Average guy movie review with Chris Alley is brought to you by Rock and Roll Sushi. Why don't you get a job, Spicoli? What for? You need money. <laughs> All I need are some tasty waves, cool buzz, and I'm fine. Founded on great food and rock and roll, with two locations in Little Rock, one in Benton and one in Conway. I want you to kill every golfer on the course. Check me if I'm wrong, Sandy, but if I kill all the golfers, they're going to lock me up and throw away the key. Golfers! You great kid, not golfers! The little brown furry rodents! We can do that. Come rock with us. Uh, we tell Michael that we're going to hold off on birthday trivia because we got I did. Bla- okay. We got Blake Groupie after the break too. Then we'll do birthdays. All right, let's get to it, Mister Man. You're on center stage. Oh, here we go. So allow me to shut okay. my face. Sympathy for the devil. Yes. Uh, the new Nick Cage movie. It's on Amazon Prime. It was five ninety nine, six ninety nine. It was cheap, so I knew it was probably not going to be really good because the new movies that come out that are good are like twenty bucks for to rent normally. Talk um, to me. But the uh, the movie um, it felt kind of lazy, uh, film wise. They got so the premise. What's the premise? Okay. Yeah, the premise of this movie is there's a guy and he's on his way to the hospital. His wife's giving birth, and so he's on his way. He gets and he parks, and as he's parking, Nick Cage gets in the back seat of his car and pulls a gun on him, and tells him to start driving. Kind of hides carjacks him. Um, so the premise is like. Dick Cage is telling this guy to drive. He doesn't really know what's going on. As it turns out, these two guys have a history as the movie plays out. Um, and Nick Cage is... Is the wife still in the car or is she already at the hospital? The wife was already at the hospital and he was meeting her there. Okay. So she wasn't ever in the movie. You just heard her voice. Um, I was worried about the baby. Yeah. The ba- yeah. Well, you know, there's, you know, you have to watch till to see the baby, but... Um, but yeah, it was it was lazy. Um, it was really just them two guys riding around in a car, and Nick Cage just being Nick Cage for like an hour and forty five minutes, um, just ranting and raving. And um, there are some. The good thing about it was it kept my attention the whole movie. It, it wasn't a good movie, but I wanted to know what was going on. It was so weird and dark, and um, there are some scenes that are kind of. There's some violent scenes in it. Um, so, yeah, overall, the movie's weird, dark, and kind of lazily shot. Were they in the feels car? feels like the... very much like a Nick Cage movie. Not the whole movie, but okay. like 85 90% of the movie they're in the car. <clears throat> so the gist of this film is, it's really horrific. I couldn't look away. Yeah. All right. It's, mm. almost, it's like a Nick Cage film. It's like a train wreck. The acting was okay, but mainly it's just him and this guy. Who's the other guy? Is, he a, is an um, yeah. actor we know? I've never heard of him. His name's Joel Kinnaman. Let me see him. No idea. <laughs> yeah. Um, and um, yeah. And there was a waitress in it that was in like two scenes. She was like one of the top actresses. So really, it's just Nick Cage and Joel Kinnaman um, with some supporting actors kind of around them for a few scenes. Um, but the plot was, it had the potential to be really good, but they didn't really execute it very well. It was there were some there were some decent parts and some interesting parts and like I said I was wondering what were, where it was going but it never it never really goes anywhere. Well, that review went somewhere right in the toilet, man. So yeah, one and a, one and a half sake bombs. Mm. It's a shame. Yeah. Is that your lowest rating ever? No, no. Um, it was Spider Verse. I hated that. It yeah. got a one, and then top Joy- ten film of the year, Joyride. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Joyride um, with the, the Asian ladies that went, they got a half star. That's the lowest one. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, that got a half star. It was really bad. Okay. This was like I said, I watched it all the way through, and it I didn't like. I wasn't on my phone or scrolling. It was, it was worth a watch, but um, don't pay for it. Wait till it's free. Should we wait? Yeah, yep. we'll hold the break, and I'll just come on. Okay, very good. All right. Well, thanks for the review. Sorry yeah. the movie wasn't good, but the That's food okay. was great. Yeah. Uh, rock and roll sushi all over the place, and uh, Jason and Chris are going to hang out for a while. We're going to talk to Blake Groupie here in Two Shakes of a Lamb's Tail, and then we're going to uh, do birthdays after that. So you guys can be team. Is that really what you came for, Jason? <laughs> the birthday trivia. <laughs> I don't believe you. It's pretty great. Yep. On the brand of moving in storage hotline is the former Red Wolf, former Irish, current saint, Blake Groupie, kicker extraordinaire. Blake, welcome back. How are you? Hi, how we doing? 
We're great. It's great to have you back on. We haven't talked to you in a few years. The last time we had you on, I was Wes and I were talking. It was about this time, though. We were getting ready for the season. We were at the State Fair yep. at the, um, or maybe I guess we're already into the season. We were at the State Fair uh, Media Day. That really doesn't have any bearing on anything else. But uh, <laughs> congratulations on the game-winning kick over the weekend. As a Saints fan, I, I applaud you and I thank you. Uh, that was a pretty big moment. How did you feel running out there for that kick in, in, that, uh, in that setting? You know, it, it went just like we practiced it the week before. Uh, you know, you, you as a kicker, you look for those, uh, you know, experiences and those chances to go out there in a game, and and uh, you just want to go out there and take advantage of the opportunity. Blake, you uh, almost didn't get that opportunity, I understand. Apparently there was a bit of an issue with security. Can you tell me what happened there? And it was not only before the game, but you had some issues after the game too? Well, yeah, you know, they're just doing their job. I don't blame them one bit, but, uh, you know, I, as I do for every other game, I, I kind of go out and walk the field. And, uh, you know, I in, in their defense, I was in street clothes, but I was just walking out the tunnel just like every other uh, game. And, you know, they, they chased me down, tapped me on the shoulder, and asked me, you know, where my credentials were and, and you know, what I was doing. And, you know, I, I just pretty much turned around and was like, hey, man, I, I appreciate you doing your job, but I'm a player. So, uh, so that was that was that was a trip, and that was kind of a fun. That was like the very first thing that happened of the day when I got to the dome. So that was a funny little story. Okay, so what happened after the game? Was there another issue there? Yeah, and uh, you know, you go see your family and all that at a certain gate after the game. So it was my first time there. I wasn't necessarily sure where I was going, so I was just trying to make my way to that gate and and find my family. And I guess I made it to a place I they didn't think I was supposed to be as a as a. You know, somebody that looks more like a fan than a player, but uh, you know, it, it was it's a funny little story. They were just doing their job, but uh, you know, it's it's pretty comical. Yeah, I I do mean this with all due respect, and I really appreciate you. You're a top level athlete, and I have a, I have a lot more respect for kickers, I think, than a lot of people do as athletes. But you do look like you're about 15. Let's just be honest. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I've, I've heard it before, and I, I don't think those comments are going to die down anytime soon. Well, you keep making field goals. Nobody's going to care how old you look, as long as you can you can knock them down. So uh, give me kind of a, a little bit of a background on your path. We all know your days at Arkansas State, and then you decided to make a move and finish at Notre Dame. What precipitated the, the change of scenery? You know, I, I, uh, I, just, I looked for an opportunity where I really felt that I was going to help better me and and prepare me for this whole process I've gone through today. Um, you know, Arkansas State was my one walk-on offer out of high school. Wow. And so, you know, my time in Jonesboro and that chance that I got spent five years at university is something that uh, I'm very thankful for. And, you know, I, I hold deep to my heart. There's a lot of memories of people and um, from that town that I, I really appreciate. I'm glad that I always had my time there. Um, but after five years, and uh, I really wanted to go test myself again, put myself in a competition, and and uh and you know give myself an opportunity to better myself and better my chances to make it and play in the nfl well notre dame's obviously one of the storied programs i mean about as storied a program as you're going to find in college football that had to be a pretty amazing experience and you also had a darn good season 14 and 19 and didn't miss a pat uh how was the experience how to live up to what your expectations were because certainly that's a very unique opportunity yeah, I mean, when you when you think of the history of college football, um, there's no way around it, but Notre Dame's right there in the middle of it. So um, when you go to a place like that with, you know, that tradition and, and uh, you know, that that campus, that, that football program, everything about that school and that football program is pretty special. So, um, you know, going down that tunnel and touching the sign um, is, is something that um, I look forward to. And, you know, I still get chills talking about it, but... Um, you know, Notre Dame is a special place, and I'm I'm thankful to be able to spend some time there. When was the last time you made a game-winning field goal? Um, that was my first time, kind of hitting a time-expiring uh, field goal. But back in 21 against you at ULM, um, I had a go-ahead field goal with I believe like a minute and a half. Um, and so I've kind of had only two um, kind of game-winning field goals like that. Was there a lot of pressure? I mean, you're kicking for your job, basically, or maybe kicking for some other team that's watching tape. It's a preseason game. What kind of pressure were you dealing with? Yeah, I mean, that's just like any other kick. You treat it the exact same. Um, I understand the circumstances and, and uh, you know, everything that comes along with it, but it, it really felt like just another practice kick that we had literally worked that, you know, May Day end-of-game scenario field goal the weekend before. So, um you know, by all means, I understand the circumstances, but you know, I was—I stayed calm and 
for you like every other kick. Talking to Blake Groupie on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Saints kicker just hit a game winner over the weekend as the uh, Saints pulled off a last-second victory, 26-24, over the Kansas City Chiefs. Oddly enough, I'm I'm curious, as a Missouri native, were you a Chiefs fan growing up? Oh, yeah. I uh, I grew up about an hour and a half from Arrowhead. And, um, you know, meant to, went to many Chiefs games as a kid growing up. So, you know, the opportunity to play them my very first game was was already a, a pretty special deal, and then for it for the game to play out like it did, um, you know, I couldn't have drawn that one up much better. So, um, you know, his it, it was a pretty good day. Was anybody back home mad at you that you beat the Chiefs? <laughs> uh, you know, I'm sure there are some people around Missouri, but you know, all all the people I have connection to, all my friends and family, um, they all told me that if you know if, if the if the Chiefs had to lose, it might as well have been from been from a game that I played in and, you know, that I was able to do it. So, um, you know, I've heard it. I've heard it all, but, it's uh, you know, none of them, I don't think, are too upset with me. Did Patrick Mahomes come up and get your autograph after the game, yes or no? No, no, I didn't uh, Didn't have any uh, interaction with him. Okay. Well, as I'm biased, obviously, as a Saints fan, but... I think this team is poised to do some pretty good things. What's the feeling around the locker room? I think everybody's excited about Carr, and you're getting some additions back. And I know uh, running back's been an intriguing position. But uh, what's the feeling around the locker room right now? Yeah, you know, we got a lot of good guys in the locker room. Uh, we have a lot of great players, a lot of guys that have, um, that have played at a very high level for a long time. So, you know, when you, when you see those guys in their domain in the locker room on the practice field, um, you know, it, it, it's fun to watch. You pick up on things. You see how these guys operate. Um, but, you know, the feeling in the locker room, I think all the guys believe we can win. I think we have a good team. And um, we're all just competing right now and, and ready to go out and do it against somebody else. Are you a golfer? I am, yeah. Is it similar? The swing, you know, your pre-swing, your pre-kick uh, thoughts? Is there a connection there between kickers and golfers both being good and successful yeah the uh the mindset i would say there are there are parallels with you know when it comes to the, the hyper focus and you know having a pre-shot or pre-kick routine um and so you know obviously that comes with you know kicking at a high level you got to have that routine and um you know i i say i'm better than most at golf but by no means it's just because i have a good football routine mean i have a good golf swing so um, I like to go out there and play, but you know there are there are a lot of parallels, and you know I get asked that question a lot. When you kick the ball, do you have a little draw or a little fade? Uh, most of the time, you just try to hit it pretty straight. So your ball doesn't move one way or the other. I mean, sometimes it does, but you know every you know you hit it right, it should should fly end over end pretty straight. Is that the way your golf swing is? Mm, sometimes. <laughs> you speak for everyone, Blake. Um, how about kicking in a dome? H- have you done that much before getting to New Orleans? Yeah, I got to play at Syracuse last year and mm-hmm. played at the Raider Stadium last year. So um, played in, played in a dome before, and um, you know, playing in a dome takes away a lot of those um, you know natural uh, you know weather elements, so yeah. conditions. So um you know it's pretty pristine conditions out there so you just get to go out and worry about you know making it right down the middle yeah so fewer variables is good for a kicker right for sure for you, sure so you like you like if you could kick in a dome 24 7 i mean that's the deal you'd like to be inside all the time is that great uh i mean yeah yeah i enjoy the sunshine but you know <laughs> and when you, when you play in a dome you don't have to worry about um a few of the conditions so have you been recognized as a saint out in public yet well, we've been so darn busy that I haven't necessarily got to go out in public yet. But yeah. uh, I, I, I wouldn't count on it. I got you. <laughs> Do they cater in local food for you guys down there? Yeah, they feed us pretty good around here. We, you know, we uh, we have about everything we need. Are you oysters? Yes or no? Uh, I've tried them. I'm not going to say I'm a huge oyster fan, but yeah. I'm I'm more of a you know crawfish and. And redfish, that's what I've been feasting uh, mm. on down here. Well, the oysters are definitely better down there than they are in Missouri, but if you're not into it, you're not into it. You're not alone in that regard. It's okay. So, Will Lutz has been there for, this is his seventh season, I think, in New Orleans, and he's a pretty established guy. What's the competition been like? How, how has that been for a guy that's established, and then you see, you know, that obviously you're the new guy coming in and trying to take his job? Yeah, I mean, that, he's, first of all, he's a great guy. Uh, you know, to compete against somebody that, um, you know, has done it and operated at a high level for, you know, seven, eight seasons now. 
Um, you know, there's things to pick up on. There's things that, you know, when you watch a guy operate, that he does well. He's a consistent guy. Um, he has a good track record in the league. Um, but, you know, I, uh, I'm, I'm here to compete and uh, treat every day like it's my last. But, you know, you just go out there and try to take advantage of every opportunity you get. At what point, or have you always felt like you were going to potentially be an NFL kicker? Yeah, I mean, you always have that goal, uh, and you want to believe that you are. And so there's, you know, many things have to fall in line, and the chips have to fall your way to an extent. But, um, you know, I, I knew I had a chance going at it, and throughout this whole the whole pre-draft process and pro days and combines and all that kind of stuff, and, you know, you gotta you got to take care of business and everything leading up to it to give yourself a chance to do it. You've been accurate. I, I didn't, and again, I'm of limited intelligence here, Blake, but from what I read this morning, you didn't attempt a 50-yarder, I don't think, last year. What, what do you feel like is your max out from a kicking standpoint in perfect conditions? You know, I, I believe that any time I get put on the field, regardless of where it's at, I can make it. So um, and we, we've attempted, you know, many long ones in practice, and, um, you know, I, I haven't I haven't fell short yet. So uh, going out there and just trying to make every single one. I like that. Did you handle kickoffs at Notre Dame, too? Um, not, um, uh, not exactly. I did some of the onside. Okay. Did some of the some of the extra stuff. Um, but you know, kickoffs are something that you know I I'm enjoying. I haven't been able to do. I haven't got these chance to do in a, a couple of years. So, uh, running down and, and having opening kickoffs and stuff is a pretty good thrill. So, are you being engaged? I mean, is it every day in practice? Are they charting all the kicks, or is it is it exhibition game performance, or how does this all play itself out? Yeah, I mean, you you do it. Um, you know, you, you have your opportunities in practice. Um, we all we've been alternating days, and uh, you know they they chart it all, and everything you do is is uh, is analyzed, and everything you do is watched. So um, you know, every day you go out and you try to put your best foot forward and and uh, get good film, and um, just go out and do well every day. Is there another kicker in the mix, or just the two of you at this point? Uh, at at the moment, right now, there's just two of us. When he's kicking, do you yell Noonan or anything? <laughs> no, sir. You hope for the best. So that way it makes you better. I got you. There you go. <laughs> hey, how's Kirk Merritt doing? Kirk Merritt's doing well. It's, you know, it's, it's nice to see a familiar face around the locker room and somebody you've played with for a couple of years. Um, he's, he's still big, strong, and explosive. So, um, you know, to, to watch to watch him go out there and, and do well. And I have a former teammate from Notre Dame that's here as well, Isaiah Foskey. So. Cool. Um, got got some connections down here, and it's fun watching guys go out there and, and have success. I think most people are familiar with the fact that uh, Alvin Kamara is going to be suspended for the first few games of the season, and then you guys have had a couple of injury issues at running back as well. I was reading that they're toying around with Kirk at running back a little bit. Have, have you seen some of that? Have you talked to him about that? Yeah. Uh, from what I understand, he's been getting reps at running back, and um, he's been doing well, so yeah. um, that's something I, from my understanding, he hasn't played since high school, or you know, um, that he, that's what that's the position he was in high school. Okay, um, so that, that's been fun to watch. Yeah, he's a big, strong dude for sure. I would think he would fit in pretty well there. That's that's a pretty cool deal. So, um, so what? Uh, when's your next game? What do you guys have? When's your next exhibition game, Blake? Uh, we have we have preseason two against the, uh, the L.A. Chargers um, this Sunday. Okay, very good. You know, heading out to L.A. a little early. Yeah, I believe we're flying out tomorrow, tomorrow evening, and we have a couple of joint practices with them and, uh, and enjoy. Uh, it's, it's still pretty. I'm sure it's warm out there too, but enjoy some of the the California sun. There you go, Louisiana. There you go. <laughs> well, you're gonna have to kick outside, but at least you get sunshine. That's nice. So have, have fun with that. Yeah. That's nice. Well, Blake, listen, man, we're wishing the best for you. I think it's a great story. I'd love to see you make the team, and uh, you know, if it doesn't work out there, certainly you're helping yourself with with game winning kicks, and and hopefully you can. Find a spot, uh, if not New Orleans, somewhere else. But uh, good luck to you, my friend, and we'll, we'll keep an eye on how things are going. Yes, sir. Thank you, guys. Thank you guys for having me. You bet. Take care. Late groupie. Pretty cool. cool. That's a good story. I'm, I'm glad for him. <clears throat> yeah, I didn't say it, but, like, I can't decide if he looks like Alfred E. Newman or Opie, but, I mean, he does look like he's about 15. I'm not joking. <laughs> but the kid can boot it, man. And he was really, really good at, at uh, Arkansas State. I'm mm-hmm. glad he, you know, tested himself going to Notre Dame. Good for him. Plus, I mean, what a cool experience for a, a college wow. athlete. So, anyway, it's a uh, it's a pretty neat thing. Love to see him make the team. That'd be a that'd be a good story. Twelve forty four. We gotta go. Yep. And we'll uh, be back with some birthday trivia. Talked to James Miller yesterday out at Guatney Chevrolet. Nine thousand dollars off Silverados. Pretty much unheard of. You can get six thousand dollars off a twenty twenty three Silverado RST. 
You can get uh, $2,500 off a 2023 Equinox with 1.9% interest. So many good deals happening right now at Guatney Chevrolet. Plus, everyone has heard of those endless offers to trade in your cell phone for the latest cell phone model. Well, you can trade in your phone for another phone when this month you can trade in your phone towards a new vehicle. Does that make sense? No, don't trade in your phone for another phone. Trade in your phone for a new vehicle. You might not have to put down a down payment. But odds are you have an old phone. This month, trade-in phone is worth $500 towards your next ride. It's this month. Everyone is improved. Trade in the old phone, $500 for your down payment. Go to the website, GuatneyChevrolet.com. Take a look at all the inventory. Then head to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville and take advantage of some of these great deals in the month of August. When we come back, our buddies from Rock and Roll Sushi are hanging out. We're going to talk to them a little bit more about what they're up to. Also, we've got birthday trivia and I told you guys in the first segment today, you're going to call me a dang liar when I tell you something in the final segment here in Birthday Trivia. Prepare yourselves. I need traps for troubadours who get killed before they reach Bombay. This is Pat Bradley for River City Flooring, where you can pick your payment. Get 0% interest for 12, 24, or 36 months, and River City Flooring in Maumel is where you'll save 50% on all in-stock waterproof LVP flooring. And did you know River City Flooring carries cabinets? So stop in and let my friends at River City Flooring help you with your remodel. Kitchen, bath, living, dining, they do it all. Check out River City Flooring in Maumel at their huge new showroom on Maumel Boulevard just off 430. This is Sports Center. Arkansas football fall camp continues. Yesterday it was the tight end's turn to speak to the media. Francis Sherman from Louisville and Barkey's Gums from North Texas talked about why they chose to come to Arkansas. I mean, have you ever interacted with Coach Pittman? Yeah, there you go. Oh uh, yeah, Coach Pittman and just I had just saw the offense and I was like, yeah, this gotta be the place for tight ends and it fit tight ends well. Arkansas practices again today. Stay tuned to the buzz for updates from camp. And former Arkansas running back Alex Collins has passed away at the age of 28. Collins played at Arkansas for three years, totaling 3,703 rushing yards and 36 rushing touchdowns. He finished his career as the second all-time leading rusher at Arkansas behind Darren McFadden. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Get ready, Sheridan, as the buzz rolls into town, not for just one show, but two shows this Thursday. That's right, The Zone and Out of Bounds will be broadcasting live back-to-back from Prime Fresh Market's grand opening. There'll be local vendors there, and Joey, the owner, will even be grilling himself, all of them dishing out free samples. It happens this Thursday from 10 till 4 at Prime Fresh Market in Sheridan. Looking for a free event this summer for the whole family? Then check out Amplify Fest this Friday and Saturday, August 18th and 19th in Benton, just off I-30. Come enjoy great music, food, and games for the whole family. And gather with tens of thousands to hear a message of hope and encouragement from the nationally known artist. This is your opportunity to make lasting memories with your family before the summer ends. For more information and to reserve a free ticket, visit AmplifyFest.org. That's AmplifyFest.org. You don't want to miss this. See you there. Bank OZK has always strived for excellence. During every economic storm, through every season of hardship, and despite every obstacle, we've reached for greater. Because we know to achieve excellence, you've got to keep pushing, keep building, keep growing, and just keep going. At Bank OZK, we're reaching for greater heights so you can be greater than you can imagine. Visit a branch or OZK.com today. Bank OZK. Greater awaits. Member FDIC. Adding the price of ribeyes per pound, the potatoes, salad, drinks, then the charcoal. What are you doing, Hope? And what's with the calculator? Oh, hey, Courtney. Trying to add up the cost of throwing a cookout. Why would you go through all of that when you could just go to the butcher shop instead? Wait, what? Now, that's a great idea because by the time I buy everything at the store, I could have just gone to the butcher shop instead and saved money. Not to mention all that messy cleanup you won't have to do now. So for your next gathering, let the butcher shop steakhouse do all the cooking on their huge charcoal grill. Twin Peaks is the best in the game. Here, your favorite drafts are poured at a frosty 29 degrees, and rare barrel-aged whiskeys are served just the way you want them. It's bigger game days and bolder fight nights. I mean, where else can you find a scratch kitchen that always comes in clutch? Every day, from lunch to late night. Only at Twin Peaks, the number one sports bar. 
Twin Peaks is always adding exciting cocktails to the menu, like the expertly balanced Sincoro Hall of Fame Margarita. Try it at your local lunch today. August is here, and so is the start of spooky season. Stores are packed with Halloween decor, candy, and costumes. And car dealerships are flaunting interest rates that would scare Freddy Krueger. It's not that way at Guadney Buick GMC, next to Sam's in North Little Rock. Guadney's offering rates as low as 0.9%. This year, say no to candy corn, circus peanuts, licorice, and four-cylinder full-size trucks. Guadney Buick GMC's trucks have too many features, too much power, and twice the cylinders. Why go buy a full-size truck with a four-cylinder when you can get the 5.3-liter V8 with an additional $32.50 off at Guadney Buick GMC? Buying a car doesn't have to be scary, and shopping at Guadney never is. 5700 Landers Road in North Little Rock. Call 501-945-4444. GuadneyBuickGMC.com. GMC, we are professional grade. All offers with approved credit. Guadney for Buick, Guadney for GMC, Guadney for life. RJ Hawk here with Chris Roberts from Southern Bank. And Chris, I know interest rates are high right now. That's what everybody's talking about. But if you're thinking about a project, whether it be a commercial project or you want to build a house, now's the time to come talk to you about what those future plans may look like. You know, RJ, no matter what the business environment may be, we're always there to sit down with our customers and talk about their future plans and what's going on with their businesses. And that's one thing about Southern Bank is they're a community bank. They want to be your partner. Partnering with our customers is a key to how we do business. And Chris, you know, we talk about those interest rates being high, but the one good news out of that is deposit rates. We have some great CD and checking account rates. Just give us a call and see what one of our personal bankers can do for you. If you want more information about interest rates or those deposit rates that we just talked about, call Chris and his team today at 501-424-0900 or go online at bankwithsouthern.com. Southern Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Pickup truck, sports car, motorcycle, minivan, townhouse, two-story, farmhouse, fixer-upper. What you drive and where you live is different for everyone, so it's important to have insurance that fits your needs and is just right for you. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that, which is why our agents help you design a comprehensive auto, home, and life insurance plan. Insurance that fits just right. See Shelter Agent Paul Griffin in Monticello or Paul Killingsworth in Cabot today. You're listening to the best midday sports talk show in all of Arkansas. You're in the zone with Justin Acri and Wes Moore. Coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio on the Buzz Radio Network. I believe it was David Johnson who said, step right up and win some crap. What, sir? I was just going to say, should we just give it to this guy? We're running a little short on time. Yeah, I don't care. Okay. Is that, did he hang on that whole time? Yeah. No, same he's person? Only, no oh. it's not the same. Different guy. Different guy. I don't care. We're playing. I mean, I, whatever you want to do. Okay. Just, it's fine. I don't care. We ain't got time to mess around. Let's get to birthdays because we got to get uh, John and Joe in here, too, and find out what's coming up on Out of Bounds. Birthday trivia. Birthday trivia in the zone is brought to you by Elia's Mexican Grill. Headed to the hill? Take exit 108 from either direction for award-winning Mexican food made fresh every day. It's Elia's in Morrillton. All right. Here we go. And prepare to call me a liar. Why? You're a damn liar. Why? <laughs> Unless you jumped the gun a bit, bud. Oh. We're not going to get to This it. woman is an actress. She was in the whole nine yards. And You're a damn liar. Meg Ryan. No, it's not that. This is the last one. It's okay. the last one. Uh, she was also in Species. Uh, there was an... Okay. Yeah. A, yep. I've seen those two movies. Uh, she is very attractive, good at acting. Happy birthday, Natasha Henstridge. Oh, uh, yeah. Amazingly, we're the same age. Mm, Have you seen her lately, though? Not everybody's built the same. Yes, she looks um, like a good actress. Uh, this guy is an actor and director. He was in a movie called Mall Rats and Chasing Amy. Kevin Smith. Uh, he yeah. won an Academy Award for his role in Goodwill Hunting as a writer. Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck by a nose. Wes Moore. How old's Benjamin? A- Benjamin P. Affleck. Fifty. Actually, don't know what his middle name is. Two. No. Team Sushi. Forty-nine. No. Benji is. 53. 51. 51. Oh. Uh, this woman's an actress. She is very famous. She's won an Academy Girl Award Street. for her role in Silver Linings Playbook. <laughs> Jennifer we, Lawrence. We were first introduced oh, to her in job. Winter's Bone. Jennifer Lawrence is how old today? Team Sushi. Jennifer Lawrence is 31. No, sir. Jay Wall. She is... Did you say 32? 31. 31. Oh, I'll go 32. No. 33. Bingo, bango. Oh. Great job, guys. <laughs> 
just walked right through that. This guy is a singer in a family band. I think he's done some solo work down Sly in the Family Stone? No. Oh. Um, Jack White. And he's also married to someone famous, and so is Donnie his brother. Donnie Osmond? Nope. I said that. Oh, I didn't He's not that. an Osmond, much younger than them. He and his brother both married to famous people. I think he's married to the chick from Mar- Game of Thrones. Wahlberg. Is it Wahlberg? Oh, Donnie Walt. No. Mm. Happy birthday, Joe Jonas. He's 34. Oh. This actor is in, used to be on Law & Order as Kevin Bernard, a detective. He has been in Blackish as Andre Johnson. Oh, uh, 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 he was in Transformers, no. The Departed, Kangaroo Jack, and, uh, uh, Barbershop, Andre Anderson, Me, Myself, and Irene. And his last name's Anderson. It is Anthony Anderson. Anthony Anderson's <laughs> right for the steal. <laughs> Dang it! Christian Weaver. How old is Anthony Anderson? Very likable character. He loves his mama. I think he was in a commercial with her. Didn't know he was on Law and Order. Yeah, uh, that's right. He was with uh, he was, yeah. another guy that nobody knows. Yeah. But uh, they're good together. Actually, they're one of my favorite detective teams ever on Law and Order. I'm a big Law and Order. That was guy. a good season. It was with them. Yes. Or whatever that run they had. Seasons. Yeah. yeah. Seasons. Uh, still Anderson. the original's the best, but is fifty four. No. 53. Yes, 53, bingo bang. Hey, Welcome to the game, guys. Thank you. Um, may have spoken on a turn, but that's okay. I'm holding it against you. Um, <clears throat> the, uh, is John here? He's here somewhere. Okay. I wasn't sure if they were on the road. I should have looked at the notes. Uh, this NBA basketball player uh, played for the Rockets last season. James Harden. He is Serbian. John Wall. Oh. Uh, very tall. Alper and Shingen? Pretty funny, he's too. He's not, an actor, he's also. He's an Boban actor. Yeah, that's right. Boban. Christian, how old is Boban today, Wes? 27. No, he is not. Christian? Oh, Christian. I guess. Sushi. Sushi. 26. No. He's 30. 35? Born in 88, is that right? 12, 23? Yeah, 35. Oh, yeah, 35. All right, Christian, wow. close enough. All bad guesses. Yeah. Um, this woman is a former beach volleyball player who won gold in 04, 08, and, and 12. Oh, 12, I almost said. 08. Oh, four. Carrie Walsh. Carrie Walsh is correct. Mm. Of course. She wouldn't dare put her mom's ashes on the court after they played because that's just rude. How old is Carrie Walsh? Also tall. Carrie Walsh is 50. No. 44. No. 45. Bingo, bango. Hey! Good job. Man. And last but not least, and you're going to call me a damn liar. This man once finished third in the Heisman voting as a running He's back from Colorado. He is now an offensive coordinator. Eric Bieniemy. Salam. Eric Bieniemy is correct, Christian. Oh, good job, Christian. How old is Eric Bieniemy today? What do you What do you want? I'll tell you in a second. Okay. How Eric Bieniemy is... is Got to go quick because we're almost out of time. Eric Bieniemy is 53. No, he's not. Wes? 54. Yes, bingo, bango. Oh. Uh, West just got Damn a tie. liar. All right. Eric Bieniemy finished third in the Heisman voting. He had a really good year. 1,628 yards and 17 touchdowns. Second on the list, Rocket, literally Ismail. Ismail. Finished second as a junior wide receiver. Ty Detmer won the Heisman Trophy that year in 1990. He passed for 5,188 yards. He threw 41 touchdowns. He threw 28 interceptions <laughs> in the season. As a Heisman Trophy winner. Wow. Say it. Damn liar. I'm a damn liar. It's the truth. <laughs> 28 picks? That's a career. A bad career. Yeah. One season? Wow. Out of Bounds is coming up next. Stay tuned. Thanks, guys. Go see our friends at Rock and Roll Sushi. Yum. Arkansas is sizzling, and Saracen Summer of Sports Cars continues to keep the heat on with an iconic Camaro convertible from Guatney Chevrolet. This is the last year for Chevy's classic Camaro, and Saracen Casino is the only place in Arkansas where you can qualify to win one just for playing your favorite games. Only 40 minutes from Little Rock, Saracen is Little Rock's closest place to play and win. Saracen Casino Resort, Vegas, Arkansas style. Gambling problem? 